Okay, Father, thank you for your word this morning. And thank you for your kindness that leads us to repentance. Uh, Lord, I just pray and we just pray while we're here all together that you would continue to utilize the things even in the world. The world is going to world. Men are going to go after fake power, what they think is power. Uh, And Lord, I just pray you use everything to conform us to the image of your son. That is our destiny. I pray, Lord, for Grace Church that we continue to uh, lock arms, that we really come together as a people that love Jesus with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, whose lives are touched and transformed and present with Jesus on a daily basis. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, my pad's up here. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. Thank you, David. Oh, it's not. Let's see. I don't know if it worked, but guys in the back, Colossians 1, 27, New Living Translation. All right. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And everybody said, Amen. And this is the secret. This is the mystery of the gospel. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing in His glory. That word glory there in the Greek is doxa, D-O-X-A. So we tell others about Christ warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that God has given us. We want to present them to God perfect or mature in their relationship with Christ. That's why I work and struggle so hard depending on Christ's mighty power that works in me. We do have a part to play, but it is the grace of God at work in us. So let me talk a little bit about the word doxa here. It's glory. The glory of God is God revealing himself. Okay? God revealing himself or God showing up as himself. So the New King James Version says that the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now that hope is not human hope. Man, I sure hope OU wins a game. It's godly hope. <laughs> it's it's godly hope with an expected uh, end, an earnest expectation. Hey, this is coming. Christ in you, the hope of God showing up as himself in and through you. Guess who God's plan is to reveal himself to the world around you? You. It's you. You're the plan. Just come come to terms with it because <laughs> he put himself, his son, John 17, 22. Jesus said, Father, the glory you gave me, the doxa, I gave them. So just like when people could see Jesus and see the Father, they, they can look at us and see the Father now because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the same doxa that's in, that was in him is in you and is in me. So God gets to show up as himself. Where? Through you. So Christ living in you. We looked at this last week. Christ living in you needs to be your your physical, emotional, and spiritual reality that you live every day. 
2 Corinthians 13.5 says, test yourself in this. Ask yourself, am I cognizant right now, each and every day, am I cognizant that Christ lives inside me? Is it the reality of my spirit, my soul, my mind, and my body? Christ lives in me, the hope, God's hope of revealing himself in the earth. Incredible. And this was his plan. This is sonship. It's literally his DNA in you. You know how you can uh, look at me and you can see some of my natural dad in and through me. It's the same principle. And he did it in Ephesians 1. It says from the beginning this was his plan. He predestined you to be adopted as his kids and to reveal himself through you. And it's okay to believe it. It was all his idea. Amen. 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 You are the Lord's plan. And guess what? Here's Think about this statement. God doesn't need rules to behave. Now, why? (laughs) Why doesn't God need a set of rules to behave himself? By nature, listen to me, by his nature, he doesn't lie. By his nature, he doesn't commit adultery. By his nature, he doesn't steal from anybody. Where is that nature now? In you. Second Peter 1 3, your participators, partakers, sorry, with his divine nature. What does that mean? It means you don't need rules to restrain you. You need to let the life of God out of you. How does he deal with, I mentioned it earlier in that prophetic word, sin and death? How does he deal with sin and death? Overcoming it with his life. You will resist sin way better if you'll be a body that's completely filled, saturated, and enamored with God Himself. You'll resist sin way better than you ever will trying hard. Looking at it and saying, I know I shouldn't do that. I know I shouldn't do it. I know I shouldn't do it. Get thee behind me, Satan. (laughs) No, let, let temptation be overcome by His life that's already on the inside of you. He did this. He put Christ in you. You're capable of way more than you believe you're capable of. Jesus didn't walk around keeping rules, you know, to hold down his flesh, because at any moment he could just go out and, you know, slay somebody. By nature, Jesus didn't slay anybody. And that nature is inside of you and inside of me. As I said, it's okay to believe it. This was his plan from the beginning. Christ in you, the hope of God's glory. How do we embrace the reality of the kingdom? How does the the kingdom of God being present among us, how does that get put on display? It becomes our reality. Our mental, physical, and spiritual reality. Listen to this. When you embrace the kingdom as your reality, when you repent and believe the good news, repent and believe the good news that the kingdom is here. Jesus didn't preach God had a kingdom. He preached it was accessible. That you could access it, come into harmony with it. When you believe the good news, you understand the old you is dead and there's a brand new person now inhabited by God. This is your reality. I want your reality to be more, that you identify more with you as a new man and a new creation than you do with the old you. That needs to be your reality. Now, I know the old you will show up from time to time, but it's residue from the previous administration. 
It is not who you are <laughs> anymore. Because the old you is dead. You're a brand new person. Listen, inhabited by God. You are inhabited by God. Now that's a blessing. Well, what about my sin issue? Well, he wouldn't be living in you if he hadn't taken care of it. Because he's that holy. <laughs> Amen. You've been integrated with Christ. It's from the word uh, integrity or integer, which means one. You're one with Christ. He's in you. And this is the whole purpose of the gospel. If you take the life, death, cross, and resurrection of Jesus, but don't take the gift of his life and spirit on the inside of you, you miss the whole reason he came. Look at water baptism. Why do we love water baptism? It's symbolic that the old you is dead and gone. And then you come up out of that water, a brand new person. So let's go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. If you're there, say amen. If then you were raised with Christ, okay? So remember the, the coming up out of baptism, water baptism was symbolic that you did get brand new life on the inside of you. Seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. Set your mind on the things of the Spirit, the unseen realm, not everything going on around you. Verse 3, for you died. <laughs> you died. How is it you're easily offended when you're dead? I'll tell you how, because you interact with people on your behalf, not on Christ's behalf. If you... If it becomes your reality that every person you love, you love on his behalf, well, then you won't get so mad. You'll understand they're just rejecting him. Every person you encounter in traffic jams, you encounter on his behalf. <laughs> Young people, every day you walk into Choctaw schools, every student you engage, you engage on behalf of Christ. Every teacher you engage, you engage on behalf of Christ. Amen, guys. Isn't that good? You died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Where is your life hidden? In the Spirit. Remember when Jesus said in the Gospel of John, He said, if you guys knew where I was going, you'd be happy for me. I'm going to the Spirit. I'm going to be with the Father. The Father his, Himself is Spirit and, and, and Truth. That's where I'm going. And if you knew where I was going, you'd be glad. And then in John 14, I know we use it for funerals, but verse 1 through 3, he said, Hey, behold, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's place, there's many dwelling places there, many mansions there. I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am, I'll bring you to where I am. I'm going to bring you to a life that is hidden with me in the Spirit so that the things of the earth cannot touch you. If the things and the people of the earth don't give you love, you'll still have love because you'll be with me in the Spirit. 
You still have joy because joy doesn't come from the world. It comes from the Spirit. See, you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. You're in the secret place. Remember when in Matthew 6, Jesus said, The Father who sees in secret. That's where your life is. You're in secret. Nothing can touch you. Nothing can harm you. That's really where your life is. And so everybody you're engaging now, you're engaging on behalf of Christ. Psalm 91, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. You're a people invincible. Why? You died. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. He has gone and prepared a place for you. Where? In the Spirit. That where He is, you can be too. <laughs> yes! You get to abide in Christ. And Christ abides in you. Amen. Powerful truth. Verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, our Zoe life, the divine life of God, when He appears, you get to appear with Him in glory. There's that word doxa again. So when God, remember doxa means that God shows up as Himself. So when God shows up as Himself, you get to show up with Him. How many of you know Brother Mark? Right here, Brother Mark. Mark has the gift of serving. He's a servant. He's a giver. So one of the ways that the Lord accesses any of us, but Mark, is through those gifts. And so when Mark serves and he's doing his thing as an usher and he's just, he's so kind and gracious. When he's doing that, God is showing up in and through Mark, but Mark's showing up with him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. I, maybe it's the joy of the Lord is my strength. I mean, I just feel giddy on the inside because when, when God shows himself, shows up as himself, Mark shows up with him. Same with Charlie. Same with J.R. in the sound booth. Same with Chris. Same with me. One of the ways that Christ accesses Steve is through gifts that he's given me. And so we fully yield. And isn't that so much better than working our heads off to try to be like Jesus without Jesus? We are awesome enough. I started to say crazy enough. We're awesome enough to really believe that Christ is real. That by the Spirit, He's here. And that He animates us with His life. Matter of fact, that's what John chapter 1, verse 4 and 5 literally says. Is that he and His life is the light of men and it animates us. So we give Him access. And what do we do? Well, we humble ourselves. We're intimate with Him. We practice union. You don't have to earn the connection, but you do get to dance with the connection. He won't make you do it. You still have... Freedom of choice. You can absolutely, there are, God still allows deviations from His will. Because you can't have love without a choice. But one day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And the other thing I'd say is, it's dumb for you to lead your own life. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. You didn't invent life. You didn't invent your body. You didn't invent your mind. You didn't invent anything of the tools you're operating with. He created all of it. You need to get it from Him. That's wisdom. Amen. So you get to appear with Him. Isn't that good news? 
When somebody's up here singing, like Stephen, Stephen's singing and making melody in his heart. It's absolutely biblical. We didn't have, we exalt thee, pulled today. Where did that come from? Christ and Stephen pulled it out. Because Hebrews 2 says that Christ himself worships the Father from the midst of the congregation. Christ in us worships the Father. That's why it's so heartfelt. It's so, it's, it's pure. Does that make sense to you? So, so Christ is Stephen. Pull that out today for us. And, and Christ is accessing Stephen through his gift of worship and song and guitar playing. Amen. Is that, does that make sense to you? Everybody say, my life is hidden. Yeah, your life is hidden in the Spirit, in Christ. Your natural man has died. You're only alive in Christ. That's all you have left. That's all we need. No more natural identifications. No more slave nor free, Greek nor Jew. Uh, no, slave nor Scythian. Uh, male nor female. All that stuff. It's all No more Sooners and Cowboys. None of it exists. Really? I've thought about putting that on Facebook, but then I'm like, man, I'm going to get blown to bits if I put that on. But it's true. There is no more, there's no Celt, no more Celtics and Lakers. There's no more Red Sox and Yankees. Stop identifying yourself in those groups. Truth of the matter is, I bet there's brothers and sisters of yours. Well, we're talking male sports. I bet there's brothers of yours on all those teams. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like a calf at a new gate. I, so what I'm saying is, if you're a Yankees fan, I'm telling you, there's probably brothers in Christ on the Red Sox team. And you can't just hate the Red Sox. I'm preaching so good. <laughs> no more slave nor Scythian, Jew nor Greek. Sooners or Longhorns even. Wow, now we're really treading. Where's Robert Duncan when I need him? <laughs> He's watching online. Hello, Robert. <laughs> so, so listen, um, listen to that. That's incredible. The only life you have left is Christ in you. Galatians 2.20. It's no longer you that live. It's Christ that lives in you, as you, and through you. Everyone you love. You love on behalf of Christ. Everyone you engage in traffic, you do so on behalf of Christ. Every waitress you see at the restaurant, you engage on behalf of Christ. This is the only life you have left to live. Man, isn't that good? Self-concern has ended. Self-governing has ended. Self-protection has ended. Why? Our life is not our own. You are now unoffendable. Because only the old you would have got mad. So accept the fact that you're unoffendable. How about this? Accept the fact you're accepted. It's time to accept the fact you're accepted in the beloved. So when one of you got put to death, it was the old you. It's not the Christ you. That's the new you. Amen. How do we do it? Well, let's get overcome with his life. Let's get overcome with his doxa. Christ is in you. The glory of God is in you. John 17, 22, participate with it. You didn't earn it, but it's yours. 
Holy Spirit's been given to you, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 through 14. The Holy Spirit's been given to you, why? To show you all that's already yours in Christ. It's already yours. You already have it. Now, that's a whole lot better than spending your whole life on this planet trying to earn something that was yours the whole time. Man, I don't want to get to heaven and say, Steve, you, spent, you worked so hard to earn that. It was yours from the day I came inside you. You had it. So how do we... How do we get overcome by God's life? How do we get overwhelmed by the doxa of God so that when God shows up as himself in the supermarket, I get to show up with him? How does this happen? Spend time with him. I love what he told Scott. That's right, Dottie. Abide in Christ. That's what good branches do. They don't grunt. They don't work hard. Fruit doesn't come from branches. It comes through branches. It comes from the vine. It comes from source, the source of life. And then the branches get to hold it and be... The, the branches get to appear with the fruit. Thank you, Lord. So the Lord tells Scott last week at the uh, at our discipleship group, he says, uh, if you want to look like me and smell like me, 2 Corinthians 2.14 is where he showed him in Scripture, the fragrance of the Lord, the aroma. He said, you want to be like me, look like me, love like me, and smell like me, be with me. Spend time to be with me. Take time to be in my manifest presence and keep my word ever before you. So I'm going to say this in love. Some of you might need to make some adjustments on your schedule. (laughs) You might need to shift some priorities. And as Brother Paul said, get some accountability. Tell somebody, this is what the Lord's working with me on. Amen, Robert. Tell somebody. This is what the Lord's working with me on. Let's look at a couple more scriptures and I'll let you go. Psalm 1, verse 1 through 3. If you guys in the back will just cue it up for me. Psalm 1, verse 1 through 3. Psalm 1, <laughs> verse 1 through 3. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they can't. <laughs> there we go. All right. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. What a progression. See, it starts with talking, the counsel of the ungodly. People are just talking. And then the next thing you know, you're standing in the midst of them, listening. And then the third worst thing is you sit down with them. Be careful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. So for us as New Covenant lens people, we're talking about the Word of God, okay? Our delight is in the Word of God. And in the Word of God, we what? We meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. Look at this. Bringing forth fruit in its season. Our leaves never wither. And whatever we do shall prosper. Look at Joshua chapter 1. Verse 8 and 9, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So again, for us in the new covenant, we're talking about the word of God. Okay, the word of God shall not depart from our mouth, but will meditate day and night that you may observe to do all that's written in it. And then what happens? Well, your way becomes prosperous. You have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and good courage. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Look at this. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go and we could even rightly divide it now and say the lord your god is in you he's in you and with you scott you guys can go ahead and come i don't want us to be afraid to be doers of the word because when we keep the the word of god before our eyes we bring the order and the reality of the kingdom before our eyes 
And we, that's important. We need the reality of the, the Lord before our face on a regular basis. We've been talking about reality and embracing the reality of what Christ has made available because I've said this before. I don't want to train you to just hear messages. I don't want to train you just in theory. I want you to experience reality. So I want you to move from the theory, oh, Christ lives in me, amen, that's good news, to Christ is living in me and through me right now. Christ is in me, yes, but he's living through, in and through me and as me right now. That's reality, and that's the good news that Jesus brought, that through the Holy Spirit, he's the executive producer of the reality of God's presence in our lives. Amen. We've been with him this morning. It's a reality. This wasn't fantasy fairy tale Peter Pan church today where, man, it sure seemed like God was there. No idea if he was. No, we know. We know the Holy Spirit has confirmed in us by his presence, right? He's the executive producer of the manifest presence of God. God is metaphysically everywhere. Manifestly, he's not. But that's his goal. That he manifests in and through you and me. Will you stand with me? You are God's plan to put himself on display. Um, one last one. Will you guys throw up James one twenty one? I got to this. Yeah, there you go. I want us to not be afraid to be doers of the word. This is why we abandon everything morally impure, wicked conduct, But with a sensitive spirit, we absorb God's Word. This is how we get transformed. It's been implanted within our nature, for the Word of life has power to continually deliver us. I love that. Don't just listen to the Word, not respond, for that's the essence of self-deception. So always let His Word become like poetry, written and fulfilled by your life. Remember, when He shows up, you show up with Him. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message, you become like the person who looks in the mirror to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. And you perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and forget your divine origin. But those who set their gaze deeply into the perfecting law of liberty are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and they're strengthened by it. And they experience God's blessing in all that they do. That sounds a lot like what we saw in... Joshua 1 and Psalm 1. If someone believes they have a relationship with God but fails to guard his words and his heart's drifting away, his religion is shallow and empty. But true spirituality that is pure in the eyes of Father God is to make a difference in the lives of orphans, widows, and their troubles. And look at this, refuse to be corrupted by the world's values. Father, I thank you this morning that where you're taking us is to not just be hearers of the word, but Lord, to be doers of the word that we would put you on display by simply yielding ourselves to your doxa to your glory that the life of Christ appears in and through us and you get to show up as yourself in the midst of your people oh what a blessing what a blessing if you're here this morning and you've never accepted Jesus Christ I want to give you that opportunity You say, Brother Steve, I've never been born again. I've never prayed this prayer to receive Christ into my heart. 
If that's you, just raise your hand up so I can pray for you. Anybody? All right, gathered church, as we go back into worship.